Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on the chat room. I am your host, Connor Valentine. Our guest this evening is Mr. Jace Garcia. He is the host of four different podcasts, and we are going to be discussing two of them tonight. We hope you stick around and enjoy the show. In a contest conducted by Lay's, the chip company, Americans voted against cappuccino-flavored potato chips. I would vote against that, too, to be honest with you. Probably because the idea of coffee-flavored potato chips is disgusting, especially while sipping cold coffee that tastes like a pumpkin. (laughs) I recently stumbled across a Taylor Swift song on iTunes that turned out to be nothing but about eight seconds of static. It's already being called her best song ever. (laughs) A new poll says that because of the coronavirus, this Halloween, one in three people will be home crying into a bag of popcorn while watching Netflix all alone. Not me, though, because I can't afford a subscription. (laughs) I've had a gym membership for almost five months now. And, you know, not really much has kind of changed here. So I should probably go in person to find out what the deal is. (laughs) Probably, probably should do that. That would probably help. So here's a funny joke. What's a pirate's least favorite letter? It's not R. It's actually... Dear Sir, we are writing this letter to inform you that your account has been suspended for illegal downloading of copyrighted material. I'm not a big technology guy, and not much of a reader, if we're kind of being honest here. But my girlfriend is a reader and a techie, and she's really upset because I accidentally deleted her audiobook. Now, I will never hear the end of it. Ever. I bought a Kindle for my girlfriend last Christmas that only lets her download modern sociology audiobooks. And I think it really speaks volumes on today's society. Thank you so much for joining us. Our guest is Mr. Jace Garcia again. We hope you enjoy the show. So my guest today is Mr. Jace Garcia. He is the host of four CMG podcasts. Today we're going to be talking about two, all four downs, which is college football and jawing with the G-men. And that is all based around New York Giants football. Jace, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, Jace, I kind of want to ask you, All Four Downs is a college football show, and it's something you host. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, uh, me and my man, Ovi, uh, we did. Uh, we, we started off doing we, – we graduated Connecticut School of Broadcasting together, connected in the school. We sat next to each other, and we talked a lot about wrestling. So, originally, we, we started the Hard Hitting Wrestling Podcast. And then I'm scrolling through my Twitter, and I see Ovi posted his top 25 uh, for college football, his top 25 rankings for the preseason. I'm like, that's interesting. I'm a big college football fan. He obviously did this. So uh, let's transfer the chemistry we have from hard hit and wrestling, and let's go. And we did hard hit in college football. And uh, that was uh, – we did it for a year. That was great and all. Um, then eventually – uh, Ovi took over with uh, all four downs. That was originally about the XFL, and now that we're going into college football, we're 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 rebranding a uh, hard hitting college football with all four downs. So, with all four downs, is this a show that newcomers can can watch if they're kind of they want to start watching college football? Like, for instance, I know I've watched college football a few times, but it's not really kind of my expertise. So, if I want to watch all four downs, is that really a show for me? Or is that more of a show for someone who has really watched a lot of college football? Uh, I think if if you've watched a lot of college football, you'll uh, appreciate it more. But I I think if you – 
I, I think if you are new to college football, this is a way to get in. We we talk about the top teams. We uh, recap the top games that just happened. We uh, preview the top games that are coming up in the next week. We go over who's the top 25. So uh, it, it is really just the bare bones and basics of college football. So if you are looking to get into college football, it's a great way to, to get in, I think. And if you do have a love for college football, you, you'll get the why I'm yelling at OV or something like that. <laughs> How passionate we are, which is great. Well, it makes it fun and it makes it entertaining for, for the audience. So how is this particular season? Now, I know COVID's going around and it's making yeah. every aspect of all sports very twisted. So how has COVID kind of affected college football in 2020? It, it, it's wild. Um, we got conferences only playing conference games. Some conferences aren't even playing right now. Uh, in college football, there's the Power Five conferences. That's the ACC, the SEC, uh, the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the uh, Big 10. Both the uh, Pac-12 and Big 10 have decided they're not going to play. They're working to try and figure something out so they can – Get a, get a season in before uh, the college football playoff times come around. But, uh, I mean, there was even uh, talks with the Big Ten commissioner and Donald Trump uh, this week to try and get it to happen. But, uh, it, it, I mean, it's, it's like everything now. I mean, uh, it, it has a big effect. Obviously, like, schools are starting, like, over the uh, offseason uh, training camp, uh, it, it seemed okay because it, it's just the teams there. But once uh, the kids start coming into schools, we'll see how it goes. Um, oh, yeah. And hopefully we can get – I'm a big Pac-12 guy. I was actually born in Utah. Um, I, I was the number one advocator for the Pac-12 all year last year. Those were, those were the biggest fights me and anyone on our show got into was me defending the Pac-12. So uh, I, I hope they can get something done. I'd love to see Pac-12 football. But another big thing that COVID, uh, another big problem COVID has brought to college football are these guys that know they're going to get drafted, know they're going to the NFL. They're saying, nah, I'm not taking the risk. I'm just going to sit out, prepare for the draft. Which uh, for the product of college football, you're still going to get college football, which is uh, great. Uh, they're they're going to put on a show regardless. But uh, seeing like these great players not play is rough. It is rough. Yeah, it is. I was particularly fascinated with, first of all, I can see that you have a lot of passion about college football. And I can watch your show, All Four Downs. I, I mean, I heard the passion you had during the show. I mean, you and Ovi really go back and forth, and it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. But I did particularly like the point that you made about um, the colleges opening back up and the players and how all of this is going on is going to be affecting everything during the season. That yeah. point, I, I found I found that interesting. I really did. My, my big question here is, are some players decided that they don't want to play because of the virus or I mean, what's going on with that? I think uh, uh, it was more, it's, it's more so like, why take the risk? I, I know I'm going to get drafted. I know I'm going to get a big contract in the NFL next year. So why take the risk of something coming up or even uh, like injuries or two injuries are there too. There, there are, two, there are people that like, uh, take break like they get uh, they stop playing 
like midway through the season to say, I'm going to prepare for the draft once they get like a small injury or something like that. So when you have a global pandemic like this, it's very easy for people to go, okay, I know I'm going to get money regardless if I just go into the NFL. So I'm not going to risk anything. So now college football, this is the Rose Bowl. Correct. Yeah. The Rose Bowl is is college football. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the Rose Bowl, but I wasn't sure if I was watching the right thing. I was like, I wonder yeah. what this is. I was yeah. kind of that's how little that's really how much I know about about college football. But between college football and the NFL, because you brought up the NFL um, with certain players who are going to play because they know they're going to get contracts with the NFL because they play well. Yeah. Uh, do you do you yourself have a particular favorite between college football and the NFL and Kind of, if you have a new football fan who who finds the sport interesting, which one between college football and the NFL would you recommend starting to watch? It, it's tough. Um, I, I think they both solid products. I think if you want to be like part of something, um, more so, the NFL is is bigger. Um, you, you feel a big part of the fan base. You can really find a team, root for them, and you get really attached to players. Um, you do that in college, but also the thing with college, I think college is uh, better football. These guys are playing for something. They're playing to get their shot in the NFL. NFL, I'm not saying they, they don't play hard, but but they, they're getting their money already. They might be looking uh, to, to, to like these early games. They might be not trying 100%. Once you get the playoff football, a, a completely different animal here. But uh, like you can see there's definitely in college football, they uh, play a little harder. And also uh, college football plays is a term. It's uh, the crazy plays that happen, and they happen every season in college football. So something always, there's always going to be something wild, like a like a 90 yard pick six, or like a trick play, or like a punt return for a touchdown. College football it is crazy. So in with college football, I always notice that it's the southern states like Texas that really are into their college football. So yeah. why is States like Texas, why are states like Texas way more into college football than some of the other states? Like, What do they have more invested in it than some of the other states do? It's tough to say. I don't really get it. It is all the South. I think it is just the um, more like rural aspect of it. You, uh, I think it, it's more like you, you saw this guy playing high school uh, football against your team. And now he's going to school a couple towns, uh, going to college a couple towns over. So let, let's go see what happens. And also, like uh, Texas is a good example. High school football is so big. Uh, one, you you know these guys before that they're even uh, committing to schools. So uh, I, I think it's something something about that. Uh, that's that's very cool. That's cool. That's actually that's actually a really good answer for because for someone who doesn't know anything about college football. That's that's a that's a really great answer because now it kind of gives me a better understanding of it. So, all four downs is every Wednesday at eight p.m. and it's exclusive to the Clovercrest Media Group Network. So, if you are interested in learning a little bit about college football and you, or you're a diehard fan, you're brand new, this is the show for you. Now we're going to be going next into 
Jawing about the G-Men, I'm sorry. I have to let you know, the audience and Mr. Garcia here, I am a diehard Patriots fan. This is a realm that I am very aware of because I have been watching Patriots football for all, just about all my life. So we're going to have a very fun conversation here. What is your fascination with the Giants? So why are they your favorite team? I, I moved here from Utah when I was eight years old. Uh, I, I didn't really grow up watching uh, that many sports. I, I never got into sports. Once I came to Connecticut, uh, my stepdad really got me into sports and football was the first. And when uh, I started to learn the game, uh, I started to watch uh, players of the same position that, that I played, which was offensive and defensive line. And I was just starstruck by uh, Michael Strahan. He was the guy, what he could do, how he could get to the quarterback. I, I was a, a big D defensive lineman player. I played a lot. He played D end, not defense tackle like I did, but I was just mesmerized by his swim moves, his moves, his uh, just ability to uh, make an impact on every play and manhandle the guys in front of him. Michael Strahan, I'm so happy you brought him up, is my all-time favorite New York Giants player. And I say that very loosely because, again, I'm a big Pats fan. But Michael Strahan, I believe when he stopped playing, was the, his last season the 2008 Super Bowl against the Patriots? Yes. That was his last. Okay, because I remember watching him and being amazed. He was always very great on the field. He had a very great personality, and he's using that personality now on his own show. Uh, I believe it's – is he still on, Michael and Kelly, or Kelly and Michael, or – uh, no, I think he's on Good Morning America. Good Morning America. Okay. All right. Well, cause he, he has, he really did have that. He still does has that great TV personality and he, yeah. he, he was a great Giants player as well. So you, you found an emotional and, uh, like a kind of like you, you felt attached to the Giants because you related to the players. Cause those are positions that you played. Yeah. Uh, and also offensive line, the, that offensive line was, uh, was dominant. Uh, Chris Snee, David Deal, uh, Sh Sherbert, uh, like th th those were also guys I, I looked up to. And th that is what really brought me to, to love the Giants. Uh, I mean, yeah, e everyone talks about the, uh, the Eli Mannings, the Tiki Barbers, uh, Plexico Burris, Odell Beckham Jr., Saquon Barkley, but it's really the guys in the trenches that that make the most impact football, and that's obvious bias for because that's what I played. But any but anyone who is a diehard football fan will will tell you that that those players they have an impact on every play. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm I'm a diehard Patriots fan, but I'm also more of a casual. Uh, NFL fans. So a lot of the the kind of specific statistics I don't have completely memorized. So you are a Giants fan. You and you know exactly what you're talking about. That's why you have your own show. I want to see what you think about this. Every time I watch Eli Manning play when he was with you know when he played, he had a kind of a unique throw. I don't know if you noticed. It was kind of more like this, and then like that. Am I? Am I how far off am I on that? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say it, it was definitely unique. Uh, he, he got a lot from, uh, his, uh, father, Archie Manning, and then obviously his brother Peyton. So as unique as it was, it, it, it worked. It has success rate it, it, within that whole family. I make fun of him a little bit because just because I, I don't like the team, but yeah. you can't take away that he's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame because he's won two Super Bowls and he's won two Super Bowls against Tom Brady, who is arguably the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time with Joe Montana, et cetera, et cetera. On your show, 
Uh, do you talk about all aspects of the New York Giants? So do you talk about the like not just the team, but everything that surrounds um, the aspect itself? Uh, yeah, well, we we the big talking point this uh, past season was the coaching change with Joe Judge coming in, uh, the Patriots special teams coordinator coming in as the new head coach, and then Joe, who's on the show, Joe Aguirre, he loves to rip the general manager Dave Gettleman. So <laughs> we talk about everything. Uh, they got the Steelers coming up on Monday. Uh, that's the battle of the Maras. Uh, the the Mara family owns uh, the Giants, and also. Um, uh, the Mars daughter is uh, married to the son of the Steelers, which is an interesting like bad, bad, family battle, more or less. So you often, you know, you, you, so you just brought up Joe Aguirre, who is a co-host of yours on the show. And you, I, I, as when I watched and listened, I hear a lot of back and forth between the two of you. So are there any issues of the 2020 year that the two of you kind of mutually agree on? Oh, uh, for, for sure. Uh, Joe, uh, I'm going to use wrestling terms here. I, I'm the, fa- as far as Giants fans go, I, I'm the baby face. I, I'm the good guy. I'm the guy. I pick the Giants to win every, when we do our pick, I pick the Giants <laughs> to win every game. But Joe, Joe's the more uh, cynical fan. He, he's the one that ta- he talks the most crap. He, he, uh, goes like I don't know. He, he last year he's all like I don't even know if I want them to win because so we can get a better draft pick. So uh, so yeah, there is like a a little mix of personalities there. Yeah. Joe's kind of flip floppy, isn't it? He's kind of flip flop. He's kind of like I want him to win. Well, maybe this year. Yeah, that, 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 that's what makes it great. He's he's the guy you you love to hate. He's the Giants fans coming on our wrestling show. He came in and called the the WWE champ by the wrong name. He, he <laughs> knows how to get people going. Oh my god! Well, let me tell you something. Uh, just from talking to you right now, sir, you have a very very fun dynamic. I can absolutely tell why you and Ovi and Mr. Joe Aguirre have such fun shows. Um, Thank you. And I want to. Oh, of course. Oh, it's, it's it's very easy giving you compliments here. And um, this is the uh, – I actually have two more questions for you. But the first one is – so I heard you like being called commish because you are the commissioner of the uh, CMG Fantasy Football League. Yes, sir. Uh it was it was a spur of the moment thing. Uh, me and uh, Ovi had just finished up our wrestling show, uh, Hard Hitting Wrestling, which we just had the great Tito Santana on uh, the other day. So check that out if you want to see. So we just finished up up the show, and then uh, Ovi and I were talking about all four downs, and he mentioned something about Joe wanting to do a, a fantasy football league, and picked up my phone, texted Joe right away, hey. You want to do a fantasy football league? I'm your guy. I can make it happen. Next thing you know, bip, bop, boom. It's all done. We did a, a drawing for originally we were just going to do random picks. And then uh, my, my, my co-host on uh, throwing jabs, Jared Jones, he, uh, he, he came up with this idea to uh, do a draft lottery. So he did that to figure out with the picks. Um, we live streamed a little bit of the draft, us talking a little smack. Uh, analyzing who's going where, who's picking what, what's everyone's strategy going to be. So uh, it's been a good time. Uh, I ended the drawing with the G-Men earlier today. I gave a wrestling, a little wrestling promo uh, on on my man uh, JJ Vargas because I'm playing him this week. I told him I'm going to whoop his butt. I'm going to smack him up and down. Uh, you got a lot of confidence, my friend. A oh, lot yes, of confidence. Sir. Yes, sir. I, I didn't make the league to just play fantasy football. <laughs> I made the league to. 
to win the league. Well, that's the point of making them. But, yes, you know, sir. so I'm personally looking forward to keeping up with the Fantasy Football League for CMG. Now, where can people watch it? Um, we're going to cover it a lot on uh, drawing about the G-Men. Basically, uh, with, with drawing about the G-Men, most of it's about the Giants. We do our picks uh, uh, around the league, and then we talk about fantasy, and that, that's going to be the spot. Uh, we, everyone everyone on the show previewed their matchup. Uh, I, I obviously talk some smack. Everyone talks some smack. <laughs> Joe and Sean all saying they got the best teams. I'm saying I got the best team. So we're going to figure it out. Uh, some some uh, hearts are going to get broken. Some tears might be had. Uh, Hearts we'll broken, see. tears shed. Yes, yes, sir. We shall oh. see, and it'll be oh, fun. Man. Oh, it's oh, I, I bet, I bet it's gonna be a lot of fun with all that heartbreaking and all those tears sheds. So much fun, so much fun. So I got one more question for you, sir, and that is, what really made you interested in the idea of creating a podcast around? football now i know that you're very extroverted and you told us a little bit about how football has kind of inspired you but i want to get that in a little bit further um way i i listen to podcasts all the time i don't i don't even remember uh, i was like high school when i started listening to podcasts a lot of comedy podcasts then i realized hey i love sports let me listen to some sports podcasts so podcasts have been a pretty uh pretty big constant in my uh in my life um and then uh they're they're there was this time in my life where I was uh, very depressed. I, I battle with depression. It, it, it's rough, but uh, uh, I, I was battling with it. And then uh, once I picked myself up, uh, I, I came to the realization, like, what am I going to do with my life? What do I love? And, and actually, I was, uh, I was at, uh, I went to Western New England University. Uh, I was going to be a math teacher. Uh, midway through the first semester, I'm like, this isn't what I want. I, I want to talk about sports. I want to go into sports broadcasting. So I went to my advisor. Uh, I, I told her th- I told her all this stuff. And she's like, uh, we don't have uh, sports broadcasting here. So uh, let's put you in uh, sports management. N- like not not even close to the same thing. Not the same thing. Uh, it's part of the business school. I- I'm learning how to do spreadsheets and that stuff. Uh, I'm uh, learning more math that, that I-, I just said I didn't want to do being a math teacher. So uh, yeah, so I-, I ended up dropping out of that. That kind of put me in my depression. And then uh, I-, I was working uh, uh, as a student transportation driver, and uh, I'd always have the radio on, and I'd always hear about the Connecticut school broadcast, and I'm like, I, I really wanted once like I got over my depression. I'm like, I need to do something that I want to do. So I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Um, that's where Joe was my instructor. And I, I met like Ovi, who was there. He was uh, in my class. Uh, Jared, who I do throwing jabs with, was in my class. I ended up making the connections there. Uh, end up uh, turning my passions into what what uh, just more content that I consumed, I, I brought out in, in my passion and with me in them. So, so from math teacher to talk show host of his very own sports shows, Mr. Jace Garcia, thank you for telling us your story. That was definitely very inspiring. Thank you for having me, man. Of course. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Jace Garcia on four podcasts, uh, but the two that we discussed this evening are both on Wednesdays, 8 p.m., all four downs, and earlier, about two hours earlier, is, um, and I, I don't, I keep getting this, uh, drawing with the G-Men. Uh, which is 6 p.m. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I'm Connor Valentine with Mr. Jace Garcia. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful rest of your evening.